This is the news from the Lord. Hello, America. This is Jeffrey Lord with another edition of the Did He Really Just Say That? The Word of the Lord with Jeffrey Lord. So, it comes down to this. It's Trump and America versus the deep state. I'll have more in a minute. But first, by now you've all heard me talk about MyPillow, and now our friend Mike Lindell has done it again by introducing his new My Slippers. Mike has taken over two years to develop the slippers. They're designed to be worn indoors and outdoors all day long, and I wear them that way. They're made with MyPillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue. They're made with quality leather suede. For a limited time, Mike is offering 40% off his new My Slippers. The My Slippers are so comfortable that you will want to get some for the whole family. So go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use promo code Jeff. You will also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Or call 800-606-1043 and use promo code Jeff. Now, by chance, one telling moment recently was back-to-back with another recent telling moment. On Saturday, March 25th, former President Donald Trump spoke at a rally in Waco, Texas, and he said this, Either the deep state destroys America, or we destroy the deep state. Only days later, Americans read this headline in the Wall Street Journal. Quote, The IRS makes a strange house call on Matt Taibbi. An agent shows up at the home of the Twitter files journalist who testified before Congress. End quote. The Wall Street Journal story reports this, quote, Democrats are denouncing the House GOP investigation into the weaponization of government, but maybe that's because Republicans are getting somewhere. That includes new evidence that the Internal Revenue Service may be targeting a journalist who testified before the Weaponization Committee. House Judiciary Chairman Jim Jordan sent a letter Monday to IRS Commissioner Daniel Werfel and Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen seeking an explanation for why journalist Matt Taibbi received an unannounced home visit from an IRS agent. We've seen the letter, says the journal, and both the circumstances and timing of the IRS focus on this journalist raise serious questions. Boy, I'll say. Mr. Taibbi has provoked the ire of Democrats and other journalists for his role in researching Twitter records and then releasing internal communications from the social media giant that exposes that exposed its censorship and its contacts with government officials. This effort has already inspired government bullying, with Chair Lena Khan's Federal Trade Commission targeting new Twitter owner Elon Musk and demanding the company, quote, identify all journalists, unquote granted access to the Twitter files. No police state stuff there. Now Mr. Taibbi has told Mr. Jordan's committee that an IRS agent showed up at his personal residence in New Jersey on March 9. That happens to be the same day Mr. Taibbi testified before the select subcommittee on the weaponization of the federal government about what he learned about Twitter. The tax man left a note instructing Mr. Taibbi to call the IRS four days later. Mr. Taibbi was told in a call with the agent that both his 2018 and 2021 tax returns had been rejected owing to concerns over identity theft. And right there is yet another decidedly vivid example 
of just why what the former president is saying is so critically important for the future of this country. Over and over, and over and over again. One example after another of power-drunk government officials abusing their power, weaponizing their power, has surfaced. And it is clearly no coincidence that all of this has happened as outsider Donald Trump rose to political success with his 2016 election to the presidency. The IRS visit to the private residence of journalist Taibbi comes as New York District Attorney Alvin Bragg, as I discussed last week, has made the news for wanting to indict and arrest the former president for what is plainly no other reason than to get Trump. Add that to the three other investigations into Trump, and you have four, say again, four, deep state weaponized probes into the former president. In Washington, the Biden Department of Justice has a special counsel appointed to look into classified documents taken in an unannounced FBI raid on Trump's private Mar-a-Lago home in Florida and Trump's alleged efforts to interfere with the results of the 2020 election, the latter known elsewhere as demanding election integrity. Back in New York, Attorney General Letitia James is using her office to fulfill her campaign promise, a campaign promise, mind you, that had her pledging, quote, the days of this president are numbered, unquote, which is to say the Attorney General of New York is all about weaponizing her government power to get Trump. Meanwhile, down there in Georgia, a grand jury is investigating Trump for, yet again, demanding election integrity. That would be Get Trump, the Georgia edition. You add in the brag threat of indictment and arrest, and one still only scratches the rage of the deep state against Trump. These four don't even count the corruption of the FBI and Justice Department as they tried to subvert the 2016 Trump campaign. Nor does it count this news, as reported by the Washington Post on January 31, 2017, a mere 11 days after Trump was sworn into office. The Post headline read, quote, Resistance from within, federal workers push back against Trump, unquote. The Post story said this, and I'll quote, The signs of popular dissent from President Trump's opening volley of actions have been plain to see on the nation's streets at airports in the aftermath of his refugee and visa ban and in the blizzard of outrage on social media. But there's another level of resistance to the new president that is less visible and potentially more troublesome to the administration, a growing wave of opposition from the federal workers charged with implementing any new president's agenda. Less than two weeks into Trump's administration, federal workers, get this, are in regular consultation with recently departed Obama-era political appointees about what they can do to push back against the new president's initiatives. Some federal employees have set up social media accounts to anonymously leak word of changes that Trump appointees are trying to make, unquote. You know, the very first instinctual response to all of this is, who the hell do these people think they are? Taken alone, not to mention collectively, these are all two vivid examples of just why Trump is saying, quote, either the deep state destroys America or we destroy the deep state, unquote. You know, at the very beginning of the creation of the United States, founding father James Madison famously said, in essence, what Donald Trump is saying now. In Madison's words from Federalist Papers 51, they are, quote, if men were angels, no government would be necessary. If angels were to govern men, neither external nor internal controls on government would be necessary. In framing a government which is to be administered by men over men, 
The great difficulty lies in this. You must first enable the government to control the governed, and the next place, oblige it to control itself, unquote. Say again, James Madison says the government must be obliged, quote, to control itself, unquote. Bingo. Clearly, as all of this targeting of Donald Trump by hyper-partisan government bureaucrats who epitomize the deep state illustrates so vividly, they have lost the ability to control themselves. It is increasingly clear that Donald Trump has focused on what will and should be a central issue in the 2024 campaign. That would be corralling and effectively ending the deep state. Because if that is not done, just as Trump says, the deep state will in fact destroy America, remaking the land of the free into a Stalinist dictatorship. So, the battle begins. And as I said last week, for the sake of American democracy itself, it is time to rally to President Trump and make certain this weaponization of the law never, ever happens again. For the word of the Lord, this is Jeffrey Lord. Stop by my website at thejeffreylord.com and I'll see you soon. Thank you.